My heart skips skipping the beach You're not close enough So that space between you and me Let's lose it The way you're dancing Swaying to the music Girl, that body and how you move it Every time you cross my mind Girl, I lose it Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we're going to talk about water. How much water? Are you drinking enough? My dog's running around here, and they're getting a little crazy because of football. Watching Notre Dame Vanderbilt, by the way, and Vanderbilt's holding their own so far, so we'll see. All right, so water. Water, this is not a particular endorsement for any particular brand of water, but how much are you drinking every day? Really important because water, hey Flint and Mr. Miller, how are you? Um, water is really important for a variety of reasons, and uh, Dr. Dale Bredesen talks about it in his book, The End of Alzheimer's, talks about how water it acts as, a, as an ideal, optimal blood thinner because it helps your blood to stay nice and thin and flow like it's supposed to through the arteries if, and, and the veins, too. And if you add, if you add um, lime or lemon to the water, it actually makes it more alkaline, and it gives you some vitamin C, which is really good for your liver. So adding a little uh, citrus to the water is good. Um, you want the goal is you want to drink half your body weight in ounces every single day. That's why I have um, you can't see it in, in, in the podcast right now, but I have a gallon jug because I weigh 240 pounds and I need at least 120 to 125 ounces of water a day, which is about four liters. That's a lot. And a gallon, how many liters? There's 3.78 liters in a gallon, so that's almost all I need for the day. And it not only acts as a good blood thinner, but it also helps detox your system because when you drink more water, you are going to pee more, obviously, and you're also going to perspire more because you have more water in your system. And staying hydrated helps with cognitive function because it does help increase the blood flow, but it also is something that your body just it, it needs. Your brain is 60%. 75% actually water and 60% fat. So you want to make sure you have plenty of water to keep your brain hydrated. If you get dehydrated, this was a really scary thing that happened several years ago. Um, my grandmother-in-law was in, um, in a, a nursing home and she had broken her hip and was in there and was not getting enough fluid. Roberto, hello. And, um, she didn't get enough fluids, and we didn't understand. We didn't know that she didn't get enough fluids. We just showed up to visit her one day, and she literally was unable to speak. She was confused and literally, literally couldn't talk. And we were just like, what the heck is going on? And luckily we figured out it was that she hadn't been getting her IV fluids like she was supposed to be getting. And literally overnight, she was totally fine. Well, she got her fluids, totally fine. So it's really, really important. That's just an exaggerated version of what happens if you don't get enough fluid when you're not physically able to drink fluid. And that's why it's important that um, anytime you're in the hospital for any horrible unknown reason, but 
Those are places that I choose to avoid if at all possible. But if you aren't able to avoid it, you need to make sure you're getting or your person that you care about is in the hospital. You make sure they are getting enough fluid. So how much should you drink? Like I said, half your body weight in ounces you should drink. And that is something that is non, non-debatable. You've got to drink that much water, and it's really hard at first when you first start out trying to drink a lot more water, especially if you're not used to drinking water at all, or if you don't like the taste of water. Some people just don't like the plain, just kind of blah taste of water. That's why we encourage you to add lemon or lime, um, things like that, to kind of sweeten it up a little bit or to give it a little bit of flavor. Um, I think that, or I realize that once you do start doing that, the first week or two, you're going to have to pee a lot because you're not used to that much water. And so at first your body's not accustomed to, to dealing with that. I did this several, several, several years ago and was drinking, I don't even know how much water, probably a little too much water and was literally in the bathroom every 20 or 30 minutes. But that only lasted for about a week or two. And then my body started to realize, okay, this is our new normal. We're going to have this much water all the time. And it started to send it, David Hogan, what's up? Um, my body started sending that water where it needed to go and it literally sounds really weird, but water at that point started to feel like coffee. It gave me energy and I would drink just regular old water and felt so much clearer, more clear headed, more focused. And, um, you know, I, I spoke earlier, um, yesterday on a topic about green drinks and things like that. I also went through about a, month or two where I drank uh, these green drinks from Tony Robbins there. It's called uh, power greens, I think, or something like that with uh, MSM. And this is a green powder that you add water. Hey Dave. And uh, you add water to it. And I would take four little like Aquafina or Dasani, whatever uh, water bottles, add the, the green powder in there, shake it up, put it in a little cooler that I would take with me. It was when I was in chiropractic college. And, um, would have those between classes. And then I, the only thing I would eat was I ate cucumbers, which are very, very, very high in um, water and carrots. And that's all I would eat for like six weeks. And it was during, I don't know if it was during finals or midterms or what, but it was really interesting because I admit I was a little lightheaded because I'm used to eating, or at the time I was used, used to eating meat every single meal and a lot of it. And I suddenly was not eating any meat and was just drinking lots of water and the green drink. And once again, it got to a point, I got so healthy and detox doing that process within that six week, two month uh, period that I decided, I started thinking, and it was kind of the devil and you had the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. And the devil was like, Hey, you know, I bet if you had like an energy drink or something, it would really give you some crazy energy because I already had energy and it was a different kind of energy. It was an energy where I always felt like I had reserves and I could always like, do anything that was needed. If there was like a big emergency, I would have no problem running off and getting help or, or whatever I needed to do. And that was just with the water and, and the green drink. But um, I, I gave in and I had an energy drink like a Red Bull or something. And it just tasted like a can of chemicals. It was, it tasted terrible. And so then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll have uh, some Doritos. I decided to get some uh, nacho cheese Doritos. Now it is important to make sure that you're eating good, healthy, bright colored foods, but we're talking about fruits, vegetables, you know, peppers, things like that, that have really bright colors, not the nacho cheese powder, neon orange stuff. 
And uh, when I ate the nacho cheese Dorito, it literally didn't taste right to me because my body had detoxed so much that it got to a point where that literally tasted toxic to me. I literally thought that there was too much salt or been like a mistake or something at the factory and they had made these Doritos too salty or, or something. It was really odd. And uh, Jim Ballard, what's up? And uh, it was just, it, it was insane. So that's the good news is that your body wants to be healthy. What's up, Vaughn? And uh, it, wants, it wants you to be healthy, but the, our brains kind of get in the way because they're just like, oh, but I crave a rock star or uh, what else is there now? I, I'll, um um, a bang, those drinks are super high in, in caffeine. But they also, one thing else you have to understand is that your body's only built to handle about 15 grams of sugar, and those energy drinks are packed full of sugar. Even if it's a Rockstar organic made with pure cane sugar or whatever, it's so many grams of sugar that your body doesn't know what to do with it. And if you do that over an extended amount of time, eventually you're going to start to develop an insulin resistance, and that can lead to type 2 diabetes and a, a variety of other things. And insulin resistance also leads to um, cognitive issues, Alzheimer's, and things like that. So you really need to um, be cognizant of that and make sure you're not taking in too many simple carbs, too many sugars, because that can, that can really cause a lot of issues um, brain health-wise. Now, I am um, in the middle of the beta group of my Brain Builders Masterclass. It's an online group where we're talking to people that have suffered concussions in the past, have, have CTE, they have uh, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, dementia, things like that. And it's, um, I, I've been learning so much from the group and I've been trying to you know, help the group as much as I can. And it has been such a blessing. I'm really learning a lot about cognition and Alzheimer's. And there are certain ways that you can actually stop and even reverse the effects of cognitive decline, whether it's from head trauma or Alzheimer's, things like that. And the only tricky thing is, is the reason that the, it's not out there and you don't hear about it all the time and that doctors everywhere are still saying, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, you need to get your affairs in order because there's nothing we can do for you. That is not the case. There are hundreds of people that have used the Bredesen protocol. Uh, it's called the Recode protocol. Dale Bredesen wrote a book, The End of Alzheimer's. And in it, he points out and makes the analogy of the monotherapeutic approach isn't going to work because there's not just one thing that causes Alzheimer's. There's a variety of things. He uses the um, seal, like the roof uh, analogy, where you've got a whole bunch of holes in the roof. Technically, he's identified 45, over 45 different, hi, Aaron, 45 different holes in the roof that can cause Alzheimer's and dementia. And you have to address each one of those. You can't just block up one and expect everything to be fine. And that's the monotherapeutic uh, current medical model's perspective on things. And that's why they've spent over the last several decades billions and billions of dollars on trying to find this magic pill that's going to fix Alzheimer's. And that's just not going to work because there are too many other causes. And also one of the things that I saw the other day during the research for this class is that um, they're starting to say, oh, it's, it's a virus that's causing Alzheimer's. Studies have shown now that it's a virus. And I'm just like, oh, no. So going along that same monotherapeutic approach, you're going to think, okay, well, then we're just going to come up with a vaccine that's going to fix everything. And it'll be the Alzheimer's vaccine. I guarantee you, you need to hold me to this. I 100% know they're going to start advertising an Alzheimer's vaccine pretty soon. But once again, that's only covering one of the causes of Alzheimer's. It can be 
chronic inflammation that you get from the American diet. It can be uh, a genetic, if you have APOE4 is a genetic marker that, that makes you much more susceptible to Alzheimer's because it causes more inflammation. Your body reacts differently to inflammation. It can be insulin resistance. They consider that type 1.5 Alzheimer's. It can be a variety of trophic factors where you don't have enough B12, you don't have enough B2, you don't have enough folate, all these different things that you need to know um, and, and need to have in your system to be able to be healthy. Also, type 3 is toxic Alzheimer's, which is one of the hardest to fix because it's caused from toxic mold exposure. It can be from mercury, like amalgam fillings, the mercury, the fumes. That I've seen some just unbelievable videos on the fumes that come off from mercury that can really affect the brain. And they're even connecting it to uh, the blood-brain barrier in the brain. The sinuses up here you can have, if you have poor oral hygiene, that bacteria can get up into your brain. And the, um, the gut brain, they talk about that too, if you have a leaky gut. And there's a special test you can take to see if you have a leaky gut called the Cyrex Array 2. That'll tell you if you have leaky gut. You can take the Cyrex Array 3. will tell you if you are, have a gluten intolerance. But all of these different things all can build up and cause cognitive decline. So what you do is, in the class, we've already talked about, I, I gave them a short list of labs to uh, make sure they have so they can see exactly where they are as far as their hormone levels. That's another factor. Um, and just all these other different blood markers. And you want to make sure you know where you are so that it's kind of like on a roadmap. You need to know where you are before you know where you're going. And so you have to have those labs. Hi, Elfie. And that's important. But then also um, we do a cognitive assessment with Cambridge Brain Sciences that it's actually tests you and compares you based on your um, age and gender to the rest of the demographic in, in America and tells you if you're in the upper 90% or if you're down in the lower percentages. And it's a really great way. We're going to utilize that in the class so that you can take that as a baseline, which a lot of the group has. And then after the class, it's a six-week class we hold every Friday, and that actually will show you the progress you've made. So the class, unfortunately, is closed right now, but if you want to join the waitlist for that, you can go to bit.ly slash waitlistbb, as in brain builders. Uh, I'll put a link in, that in there somewhere um, in the description here. And that way, whenever we are open for registration for the next online class, you can get in there. We do a lot of the classes in a Facebook group right now. I'm not sure what the format's going to be next time. But uh, I'm just really excited, and I'm, I'm really um, blessed to be able to help as many people as I have so far. Oh, there's Lucy right behind me there. But uh, I'm excited to help even more people to educate them and to help them educate their physicians so that they know there is a better option. So that's it. I just wanted to say hi. Enjoy your football on this phenomenal Saturday. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
My heart skips skipping the beach You're not close enough So that space between you and me Let's lose it The way you're dancing Swaying to the music Girl, that body and how you move it Every time you cross my mind Girl, I lose it Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today